Hello, hello, my beloved, and welcome to the Body-Led Business Podcast. I am your host, Ulrika Valan, and I wish to share about the context of this present moment. I have my beautiful Kaya sleeping right next to me, and she is still a tiny puppy, and she is so insanely mischievous. And we were joking with Kevin the other day that when we found her in the description of the little ad online, there was only one sentence describing her. And they said, she is the most mischievous one of the whole litter. (laughs) And right now she has a very well-practiced skill of being a thief. So anything that is possible to carry, she will steal. (laughs) So from my sheepskin to my mala on the altar, from any socks hanging out where they should not belong to anything that's on the kitchen counter where she can stand on her back legs and reach towards a towel or food or anything (laughs) that she can basically catch with her sharp teeth. So it's been so much fun and it's been (laughs) also a little crazy. We say that her last name is Mayhem. So please meet Kaya Mayhem, who is now, thank God, quietly sleeping right next to me. And another piece of update around my life is that Right now we have only one month and a half left in this beautiful house that we have been in for almost a year. So this beautiful house in Austin has been our very special landing strip because we were nomadic for a long time and much of this time was not by choice but it was because I had to wait for my AS visa so we had to be in different places and it was a really important time for us to finally have our long-term home. Well, for one year long. For us, one year is (laughs) long-term because we're nomadic and changing houses so often. And it feels like in the last year, we were able to really situate ourselves in Austin, find our community, build the kind of life we have wanted for a long time. And I know that right now there is a whole new chapter emerging for us. So I am so excited to keep you updated about our new house search. And I am so confident that the next house is going to be even better. Because of course, if we are changing houses, it's only because it's going to be absolutely incredible. Mm, So good. So today we have a conversation that I have been meaning to cover for a long time. It literally took me half a year to be able to record this podcast episode because it's not an easy conversation for me to have. It, I actually tried to record it once and it just wasn't going right. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to wait until I am ready. And this conversation is going to be about me sharing about one mastermind experience that I had that changed everything in my business in the worst possible way. So this is not going to be about, oh, I had this mastermind experience, I doubled my income and I rose to my success in the most monumental way. No, I actually had to hit rock bottom, experience deep disillusionment with the coaching industry, with that specific mastermind in order to reinvent myself and refine my values in terms of how I wish to 
see this coaching industry and see that I am meant to be one of the leaders who are redefining the coaching industry because of the depth of the values that we hold. So I am just simply going to go ahead and share about this experience. I know that many of you have had what I call horror experiences <laughs> behind the scenes of the coaching industry. Unfortunately, there are quite many stories like this. And if there is any charge that you hold around your own past investments, just hold them with compassion. This episode is not to bitch about what's wrong, call people's names, and focus on all the things that are not going well in our industry. I am obsessed with our industry. I believe in it so much. I believe that the coaching industry is like the white cells of the society. We are here to make a massive difference in terms of healing, awakening, and transformation. So for me, the intention of this podcast episode is to see how sometimes what we perceive as a mistake, a bad investment, can actually catalyze us to so much new growth that would have never happened otherwise. I have chills in my body right now. So in this episode, I really wish to help you reclaim your power, even if you've had experiences that were not what you expected, even if you made investments that caused more pain than growth. So about two years and a half ago, I joined a high-level mastermind where the investment was over 30k for the year and I was seduced by the hype I will admit it it was a very masculine mastermind where the energy was like you can do it let's fucking go right and the coach was making lots of money and he was attracting a lot of really high-level creators who were doing really big things in the world, right? So I thought, okay, there's a seven-figure hype that feels really attractive and it's also the community of really powerful beings, right? So I thought, okay, this must work. And I stayed in this container for about six months. It took me about three months to realize that there is something off, that I was feeling off in that space, So even though I was having this internal process, feeling that there's something off in this container, I wasn't actually believing in my own inner voice because I thought this person holds a position of authority. I'm paying him a lot of money and I was basically outsourcing the power of my discernment. I was outsourcing my own authority onto him, imagining that what he is saying somehow must supersede my inner knowing. So at the beginning, I wasn't trusting that there was something off. And it took me a few conversations with a few women in the space. It was a mixed group, men and women, to realize that I was not alone. And on one of the calls, I was feeling so overwhelmed because the strategist was telling me what to do, how much to charge, how to launch, what is the timeline. And there is a lot of beauty and benefit in being told what to do because sometimes you just need to hear the tactics and they're really valuable. However, it was completely misattuned to my own money energetics. Charging that much money felt completely not aligned with what I felt to be true in my nervous system. And 
Of course, I could have said no, but at the same time, I thought, okay, they probably knew better, right? Raise your hand if you ever felt the same thing, where you feel you're paying the money. They probably knew better than I do. And that this kept on going and going. And after the call, I just collapsed on my bed and I cried and I cried and I cried because I felt so overwhelmed. I thought, there's no way I can do all of this. This is crazy. <laughs> it was way too much. And then on a different call, once again, I was overwhelmed. And I told the coach that I'm feeling really overwhelmed with all the things that I'm being expected to do. And then what he said is, I need to read this book about how to focus better. And that felt completely wrong. <laughs> because when you are overwhelmed, you cannot manage your overwhelm just by focusing better. Of course, I love teaching focusing and I'm going to do an episode just on that. I am a big fan of learning how to master your mind and your attention. But when you're overwhelmed, your nervous system is overwhelmed. It's not just your mind. And so I went into a freeze response. I think I was crying, but I was also completely frozen and he kept on coaching me. And I understand that I hold a high standard when it comes to being trauma-informed. And it wasn't there. The coach could not tell that I was in a trauma response and he just kept on coaching mentally through my mind. And then after me, there was another woman saying she's overwhelmed, going through the same thing. And I thought, okay, there is a pattern. So I ended up talking to some other woman and I realized that there were about five women who had left the mastermind in the last half a year. And it was a pattern. So I began questioning everything. And I began speaking to the coach about leaving the container. And the way he handled it was the most painful part of the mastermind. Up until then, I was realizing that it's also me taking the ownership of my decision. Me taking the ownership of me being seduced by the hype, the image, the status that was displayed. And it was on me because I took the decision to invest. However, the way the coach handled me leaving the container was painful because he ended up charging me for the last month because I attended one call that month. And that's still fine. I could still get it. I did one call. So if you want to charge me for the whole month, okay, I can live with that, right? I get it. He was also trying to be flexible and let me get off the contract, right? So I can appreciate that. However, as soon as the last payment was done, he blocked me on social media everywhere. And that was hard because technically I was still paying for that specific month. The payment was taken in mid-March or something. So that led me to a very important process where I had to remove my idealization of anyone else outside of me where I assume that someone knows better than I do, where I was outsourcing my power, my decision-making capacity onto someone else just because of what they claim to be or just because I paid the money. And that was me preaching a very deep level of patriarchy from my own system. And the biggest insight for me was, if I, an embodied and sensitive woman, was still able to experience overwhelm in even maybe the first signs of burnout, 
How about other women who don't have such a connection with their bodies and nervous systems? That sounds like hell. That sounds like a ticket to burnout. That sounds like a ticket to losing their own power and trusting that what feels right in their bodies, that is the right thing to do. And I completely understand that the more bro coaching kind of style that is very masculine, that is focused just on strategy, just on getting things done, just on having a 12-step formula to increase the conversions, this stuff works. This stuff works for a lot of people. However, if you are a feminine being who cares about her peace of mind, the health of her nervous system, aliveness in your body, spaciousness, intimacy, freedom of time, creativity, the pulse of the divine inside of your womb, then most likely this kind of coaching style is not for you. That was a very big lesson for me. Because if you are a feminine being, the way you feel when you take action is as important or more than the actual result. And this is why I am so adamant about bringing strategy, energetics, and also somatic healing to the business coaching industry. And it took me a couple of months of deep somatic processing to fully unravel this experience from my body, also take away the focus from this mastermind, from this coach. It was actually not about them. It was about me not trusting myself. It was about me seeking answers outside of myself. And trying to run my business in a way that may have worked for someone else, but felt completely misaligned with who I am as a woman. And so, because of this experience, I began teaching feminine leadership. I began creating what I call now the body-led business approach, in which we are bringing somatic healing, trauma-informed work. We also bridge tantric work, where we are exploring the edges of our nervous system, of our energetic sensitivity, where we're exploring how much we can hold in our bodies with safety, with presence and awareness, without shutting down, without trying to escape our bodies. So this experience reminded me that just business strategy on its own is not complete. It also taught me that just trauma work or somatic healing is not complete either. Just pleasure work is also not complete. And what we need is a truly holistic approach to business that honors the woman behind the business, that honors her nervous system, while at the same time teaches her how to catalyze her energy, her vision into potent strategic action. So because of this painful experience, I found such a deep wellspring of courage to bridge those worlds of somatic healing, trauma-informed work, tantric work, and also business strategy. And when I ended this contract, this mastermind, I was looking for a mentor, a female mentor, who would hold such a high level of integrity and also such a broad spectrum of modalities when it comes to building our businesses. And to be honest, I couldn't find anyone. 
I was looking for a mentor who was amazing at business, but who also prioritized her heart, her intimacy, her partnership. I was looking for a mentor who was in a beautiful sacred union. Because when you are in union, you simply cannot overwork. Because by the end of the day, the touch of your sacred beloved will reveal where your nervous system is at. And you want to be relaxed, you want to be open, you want to feel alive. Even more than that, I was wanting a mentor who had kids. I don't have kids myself yet. But when a woman is holding a business, a marriage or relationship, and babies and kids, her capacity must be immense. And she also must be extraordinary at managing her time and focus, meaning that she cannot work crazy hours because she has a home and a family to tend to, right? So for me, wanting to have a mentor who at least is in a beautiful sacred union was a testimony to a woman's capacity to lead a business while also holding a feminine pole in life. And that's a lot to ask. So I couldn't find anyone, to be honest. (laughs) And I received this as a message that I am meant to become this woman. I am meant to become this leader. And the last two years in my business have been exactly about that. About learning how to lead a business in such a way where I feel spacious in my body. Where I am not available to work long hours. But I'm also not available to leave my business from my mood, inspiration, and doing what I feel like it, right? I also wanted to bring a really healthy, mature masculine energy to have a sense of direction and lots of capacity to take potent action. So this has been the last two years of my business as a result of this investment. And this mastermind, this experience was such a bootcamp for me as a facilitator such a kick in the ass in order to refine my integrity in every single area of my business, in the way I do my sales conversations, in the way I promise the result that is possible in my work, in the way that I ensure that I leave my clients better than I found them, in the way that I ensure that when I work with my clients, that they feel honored as whole beings, as women, and not just business owners. Because the way we feel in life will impact the way we show up in our businesses and vice versa. So without realizing, spirit led me to this mastermind in order to test my values, to test my integrity, and become the kind of leader that I realized that I needed myself. So in case you've ever had an experience with a coach, a mentor, where you felt not honored, where you were promised something and it was not fully delivered, where things were done out of integrity, remember that this journey is not linear. I do not believe in mistakes. I believe that if we made an investment to work with someone where things were not in full alignment, The lesson that came to us through the pain of that experience is perhaps worth it. 
I know it's a really bold and difficult thing to say, but look back, my love, and when you've had an experience like this, take such experiences as a reminder that it is also your responsibility to be always reflecting what kind of leader do you need to become so that if your clients had bad investment experiences, how would you coach them? How would you hold them? So that after working with you, their trust is regained. So that after joining your containers, they feel that they can trust in themselves, in mentorship, and also in the power of the coaching industry, right? So let's use this conversation not to bitch about about what's wrong, because that is not leadership. True leadership is seeing what's the gap, seeing what's being done in ways that are not integrity at the bigger scale, but also through our own personal experiences and address the gap, come up with creative solutions and become an embodiment of what it is that we want to see in the world. I believe that I am going to end the podcast episode here. Thank you so much. If you have any questions or thoughts or insight about today's conversation, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to send me a DM and I would love to get to know it deeper. Sending you a big hug and I will see you in the next podcast episode.